A farmer's blow? Yeah, I didn't do it. <coughs> that reminds me of how my girlfriend laughed when I was in seventh grade and she was in eighth grade. She laughed like this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was like a machine gun. No, louder and faster. Exactly. That's pretty close. Every time. Oh, shoot. And you're a funny guy, so you had to hear that a lot. Yeah, but looks aren't everything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to a very exciting episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. I am Adam Pedersen, your host, joined by two lovely gentlemen that I bet a lot of you out there look forward to hearing on Mondays. It is Burke, Mr. Ryan Burkhart, and Tom Ray Liotta Henkeldye. I still don't get it. Boys, I'm excited. This episode, we got a quick little intro we're going to knock out, and then it's going to be wedding takes. If there's anything in the world people have opinions on, it is weddings. And so we're going to solve the world's problems with our wedding takes. But first, I want to share something with you. I saw this article the other day. By the way, I want to get your guys' opinion. Do you like the couch more or the table more? Table. It's more echoey in here, but it's a little more comfortable maybe. What do you think? I'm a utility guy. You'll just do whatever? I can sit anywhere. All right, sometimes I feel like the videos on the couch looks like more cool. I don't. But honestly, all that matters is the content. I don't like the table significantly more than the couch. I do right. like. Actually, I like Tom's table at his house. Tom's table is legit. We should do more table talks there. All right. Yeah. We should. Do, yeah, we need some table talks. We'll do some Dr. Table Phil's. talks <laughs> at Tommy Trumpets. The TT at the TT. <laughs> and I also need to build that studio in there. Um, ah, shoot. I think in an ideal world, we'd have, like, we'd each have our own recliner. Yeah. Well, recliner with, like, the the boom thing that comes around, and we just, I'd probably fall asleep while recording. I'd, I'd be in a chase lounge. Tom would be in a hammock. <laughs> and Adam would be in one of those chairs that's a hand. I could do a Yeah. I could do a hand. I could do a hammock. Or yeah. a giant, or just Talk a giant 90s. bean bag. I'd be, like, rolled up in the hammock, but I'd be inside of it with my mic. <laughs> so you guys can't see me, but we can still talk. Ma'am. All right. Well, thank you for giving your honest input, boys. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. Here's a story. I want to get your guys' reaction to this. A Florida teacher was running a fight club in her class, according to police, and the teacher said, no screaming, no yelling, no phones. Those are the rules. All right. The article starts, everyone knows the first rule of fight club. Have you guys seen it, by the way? Yes. Yes. A classic. You do not talk about Fight Club, rule number one. According to investigators, a Tallahassee middle school teacher was running an operation out oh, of her class. this was classroom. in Florida? Shocking. Yeah. yeah. Not shocking. Florida America's man. basement. <laughs> uh, running an operation out of her classroom that was something straight out of the movies, but instead of Brad Pitt smoking a cig and throwing bombs, there were young kids serving as fighters. This is wild. WCTV reports that Angel Footman... 
23 years old, was arrested on contributing to the delinquency of minors after a school resource deputy was told about students being allowed to fight in her classroom. Sixth grade girls, let's be honest, those are the worst possible fight club eyewitnesses ever because there's zero chance they're keeping their mouths shut, told police there were, I didn't say that by the way, the article did, told police there were planned fights during the school day and students were allegedly told 30 seconds no screaming no yelling no phones oh my goodness gracious police on school grounds in her classroom that's insane <laughs> police say someone broke another rule of fight club by capturing video like today's day and age isn't going to get recorded by someone and uh this from the schoolroom scraps where footman is reportedly heard saying no screaming no nothing and she orders the fighters to stop pulling hair she did not deny it, and she did not say that she was serving as the Don King of this operation. <laughs> so she wasn't she wasn't making money or no, promoting. She it. wasn't making money, and she wasn't booking the matches. Oh, she, so she's fine. She was letting the kids handle it. Is there it. a separate promoter and booker? <laughs> she was letting the kids handle it in her classroom. Uh, that's about the that's about the gist of it. Apparently, she was going into other. Okay, so I read this in a separate article. Thank you, Tom. Tom. Um, I read in a separate article that apparently, like, people in her room had beef with other kids. She would go into the other classrooms and, like, tell the teachers she needed to grab that kid for a minute, bring the kid to a room, and let him fight. Crazy. What do you guys think? Exciting, right? It just doesn't feel real to me. Like, <laughs> that's fake. Was it a PE class? <laughs> that makes it okay? Yeah, like, no, it, fighting, no. Fighting's a sport. Nothing so. makes it okay. I'm just asking, was it a... I'm asking, like, what... what curriculum were they ignoring to do this, That's this a, i wish it would have said that english That's a good class is so this fight laws social and, studies fight laws an area i've never understood really but like you know they have to call practicing sparring and it has to be in a certain way so that when someone gets hit they can't charge you for assault thurgood marshall over here well that, <laughs> I, the guy knows everything i just started <laughs> jurisprudence that's where it's like it's like even some of these these silly ones like rough and rowdy where it's just oh, untrained barstool. barstools like you have to be like sanctioned and like licensed and everything because if you're fighting and you don't have a license you like then all the regular can we rules agree, of assault though? can like, we agree though that there is no license that can be given for classroom fight club <laughs> Maybe the parents signed a waiver. Like, I'm sure the superintendent wasn't like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have a license? Can I see it? Do you have a license to run this operation? Yeah. yeah. That's if true. this is legit, then we'll discuss it with the school board if we can move forward. I would say that... Uh, I've, I've been a teacher for, I don't know, 13 years. 14 years? 13 years. I've never even broken up a fight. I just don't see them. Like, they don't happen at Alter. I mean, I have never broken up a fight at Alta Aurelia. Never broke up a fight at the other school I taught at. We Tom and a, I saw some good ones back in the day. Well, I was a part of one. Tom was in one back in the day. Tommy, yeah. you were in a dust-up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you give someone a knuckle sandwich? First, study, hour, study first hour study hall. I was getting a pop out of the pop machine, and it just broke loose. Yeah. Oh, do tell. Kid was running his mouth. Kid was running his mouth. Was oh, it, he it was, was at me, or was it at you? See, he was running his mouth at Tom, and... I think kids would go at Tom because Tom was like a nice guy. Derek Leeds was running his mouth at Tom. <laughs> Tom was nice, like respectful. Teachers liked him, you know, more than most. Of course. And But not today, Junior. No, he... It was late in our senior year, I It think. was. I was just done with this kid. Yeah, but it had it been like four years of this? He was a sophomore, and so... Just uh, a mouthy... I was punching... But a he was a sophomore? He, he was a big kid, though. 
And he's one of those kids you could find like over lunch hour. Does he still live in town, smoking a cigarette. I don't know where he is, but no like, idea. He was. He yeah. Had, he had to. He had to tuck tail and leave after getting. He, he was a little the, after you get the old razzle dazzle from Tom Hickledye in the hallway. I don't think he was expecting it. I don't know. Something just broke loose in me, and I just jumped over a desk and just went and just hauled off on him. Grabbed him, pushed him into a vending machine. Yep. Yep. Punches were thrown. Why do I feel like Adam was like, fight, fight, fight? I think fight. Adam, Adam could, Adam and Wyatt and Jared were all just like, what in the world? Tom's fighting? <laughs> yeah. I was like looking. I was like, I was just watching in amazement. And then uh, Jared goes, kick his butt, Tom. But he didn't say butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you win? I mean, I was clearly. I was clearly the the victor, but like it's fifty forty five. Teacher break yeah. it up. It got broken yeah. up quick by yeah. our math teacher, I think. Yeah. So did you get in trouble? Yeah, I got in school suspension. So our principal was like, <laughs> "How did Myron handle that?" He, he, he did well. <laughs> the last it was like one of the first coming to the teacher, the principal's office. Yeah, our principal fighting. at the time, I think, was it Larry Martin? Yeah, yeah, Larry. I walked in, and they're like me and this kid, and he just sees us sitting there, and he's like, like double take, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Tom got in trouble for fighting, and he goes, "Talk about things I wouldn't think I'd hear," you know. And mm-hmm. he was just like, "All right, Tom, you're suspended," you know. And I had to just sit sit in the principal's office for three days. Other kid gets suspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a good time. I yep. I've never even been in a fight. I think when I was in middle school, I was too funny. Like, I can just if you wanted to fight me, I could probably get you laughing when I was that age. Yeah, <laughs> and then like. Make him not want to punch you. You don't want to punch the funny kid. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And also, I, I wasn't going to run my mouth. I wasn't going to like just start. I wasn't going to pick on kids. But also, like if someone wanted to pick on me, I could probably just get them laughing. And then it's like, okay, never mind. Do you remember what was said that pushed you over the He edge? was making fun. Of, it was like preppy something. like Puka shell necklace. Yeah, that kind of thing. And <laughs> I was like, all right, I look a certain way, but. I've been throwing hogs for a lot of years, dude. Like you're gonna get something right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, throwing hogs and shelling corn, baling hay. If someone would have made fun of my appearance in high school, I probably would have said something back like, "That's a cool story. You should tell it at parties," and then just like walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to witness that. Like I, I, I always had some sort of snarky comeback, and then just try to cut your legs out from under you verbally yeah. and just walk away. <laughs> We, had, we I had could a, see you with a pretty fierce tongue if you needed to have it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I could size up your insecurities probably pretty quick, <laughs> and maybe just jab you a little bit. But Sharp do tongue. It, yeah. Do it in a way, you know. If it's something you've said to me multiple times, like, "Oh, that's great. Sign that joke up for kindergarten because it's five years old." Yeah. <laughs> I have a buddy. He doesn't work at at where I work anymore, but we were in the same role at our work, and there's like five of us doing the same job. And one time he was poking fun at another guy, and he's like, how come you never do this to Tom? Why is it always me? And he looks at him and he goes, I could make fun of Tom, but I know how Tom can speak, and I know how I can speak. And if we started going at each other, it's like Russia and the United States with nuclear bombs. The whole world's going to die. He's like, it's mutually assured destruction. Goes Mm. from funny to like personal slowly. Yes, Yes. not even slowly, (laughs) very quickly. What did they call the alley across from the high school to the north? What did we call that? The teachers would like tell kids that started fighting to take it out to the alley in the north? Yeah, right across the street from the old high school. There was an alley there. And what would they say? Blood alley? I have no idea. 
Gosh, I remember the teachers, the kids would start fighting. They'd Wait, say, take it over to Blood Alley or something. This isn't like the story in Florida, is it? Like teachers no. were organizing fights no. in Blood Alley? Teachers were breaking up fights, but telling them to get off school property and go across the street. I don't remember fights even happening in my high school when I was in school. We had quite a few. Like, Gosh, we did have a lot. I wouldn't say, I mean, it. We, you know, you get 20 years down the road and the fish oh. becomes this big, right? Right. Like Everyone's story just gets a little embellished. But there were regular... I, I take that back. I remember he, I remember hearing about a fight. Um, this guy and this girl in my class dated for like four years. And she cheated on him with one of our mutual friends. Dang. Oh, boy. And... Uh, Women. <laughs> well, there's another guy in this story that's responsible as well. Yeah. Anyway, I, I went out for golf that year. <laughs> Just until baseball started, then I never went to practice again. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely committed. Uh, oh no, the golf teacher the go- until April 16th. The golf teacher didn't even know who my name was. Um, but me and me and these two guys were in a foursome together every day in practice, and I didn't know that this thing had happened. Like they were able to like function, and uh, this there is a long history of Burke being oblivious to things. We talked about this before we got on air. There's it a long history back of in me high school not knowing any of the juicy drama. Yep. So anyway, um, I guess it all came to a head that summer, and uh, the guy who's um, got cheated on, he punched this kid so hard he gave him a concussion. Oh, dang. He'd go to the hospital. That's a punch. And apparently, people kind of cleared out, circled up, and said, let whatever's going to happen, going to happen. This dude, this dude double-crossed yeah. a friend in yeah. a way that you don't do it. And I guess the I guy's brother's... Same. Kind of one of his brothers was there and kind of said, Nobody interferes, just let what's going to happen happen. Mm-hmm. And he gave him a concussion, I think. Yeah, I heard. Well. I'd have done the same. Probably. What's that saying about uh, when someone gets what kind of was coming to him? Like, um, just desserts? Look at, look at, uh, look at the consequences. Egg on your face. Oh, oh, a bird How? in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Penny saved Did you is say a penny just. Earned? Desserts? You yeah. never heard that? Just desserts. No. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've never. Revenge yeah. is a dish best served cold. Huh. Is that? There's uh, like a like a justice? sarcastic way of saying it that I'll look up at some point here. Wait. Look it up. What? Give me. Okay. Now this is like a trivia question. Is that, that a I wanna, fingernail? This is a trivia question underneath your crack. phone. Is that a toenail underneath your phone? Could. Jeez, pad. You got. What is that? Oh, it's just a wrapper. I was gonna eat it. You want to eat it? Do you guys remember the <laughs> Do you guys remember the PlayStation game Parappa the Rapper? I've never heard of it. Okay, wrong crowd, uh-huh. wrong crowd. Hey, listeners out there, Parappa the Rapper PlayStation game. Oh, you know who knows it? I bet Brett Hahn knows it. Oh, there's no question. Brett Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, no question. He knows it. Oh man, um, well, that's all I got. Don't uh, Tom, while Tom looks this up, I would just like to say, teachers out there, uh, school is a place of learning, not fighting. <laughs> So let's you don't to need to lecture the education profession. Listen, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of us understand that it's not Fight Club. <laughs> so don't act like you got to give a, a talking to yep. to the rest of us. I can't find. I it. don't even th- I, like. It would be weird to me to get into a fight as an adult. Like if some guy wanted to fight me, I'd be like, "What are we doing?" When We're I thirty six years old, yeah, we're not I, fighting. When I see fi- like fights between drunken people at stadiums, sometimes they're not even drunk. They're just mad at each other about talking crap about each other's teams. 
and it breaks out to a brawl up in the nosebleeds, I'm like secondhand embarrassed. It's like, your dad didn't love you. It's not your fault, buddy. It's uh, it's just like, what are you doing? Go to therapy. Sometimes with their kids <laughs> there, too. Like, jeez. Oh, based off of like videos I've seen online, I'd never want to take my child to an NFL game. Especially in like a city like Philadelphia or something. Oh, I've it just looks bad. like I've heard it's in the bathrooms. Fist it's, fights like yeah. crazy. I've heard like the bathrooms there is scary. We take Elijah to a Chiefs game every year, and NFL bathrooms like you should put earmuffs on your kids and cover their like it's it's, it's like a bad a, place. Is it like if a construction porta potty could talk? Yes, <laughs> like all the graffiti on a construction porta potty could talk. <laughs> and I mean, it's just everything that you think you would hear. It's worse. Like. There's fighting and it's just yep. stupid. Oh, oh, skull, dude. Yeah. <laughs> when I was skull uh, Vikings, people get so mad at NFL games. I think it's just because they spent it's all the beer. It, well, that, but I think they spend so much money to be there that they get so mad when it doesn't go their way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right, this is crazy. Then we'll move on to wedding takes. Me and my mom and dad and my sister. I'm probably thirteen. My sister's probably fifteen. Maybe we're a little older. Uh, every you have a su- sister? Every yep, two years older than me. Hmm. Every summer we would go to a Twins game, and so we're we're walking the concourse of the dome back in the day after a Twins game. The Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. For yep. those that don't know, classic place. I'm just fully like so excited in anticipation for the wind that like blows you out when mm-hmm. you leave. Yep. And all of a sudden, like I hear some yelling and commotion in front of us. And like people kind of part ways, and we're trying to walk out the door, and all of a sudden, this guy who's probably like 6'5, 300, just completely drops this guy with a humongous punch. So, this is like more than a dust up. More than a dust up. And more it, than a brouhaha? Way more than a brouhaha. Whatever your t- biggest yeah, level was. You have a scale. It, yeah. is, it, is it bigger than a barn burner? Yeah, what's more than that? Well, the top tier is slobber knocker. This was, was. Full this was a full-on slobber knocker. This was a slobber knocker? Wow. Yes. All of a sudden, you just see this guy get completely dropped, and this big guy that punches him starts yelling, like, what are you doing, like, picking on elderly people? Like, what's wrong with you? You're pathetic. And this guy gets up, just blood everywhere, all over his face, and kind of, like, staggers. And he has, like, eight of his friends with him, and he tells his friends, like, go find him and get him for me. And, like, they all take off running, and I never saw what happened next. I hope that guy got out of there. Whew. Do you want to hear the chart It was quick? nuts. Do you want to see the uh, Homeland Security like yeah. chart, please? Yeah. Uh, lowest level is joshing around. Then you've got horseplay, <laughs> tomfoolery, shenanigans, dust up, brouhaha, barn burner, and slobber knocker. I like that. Those are the levels yeah. of seriousness when it comes to physical altercations. It reminds me of the fight I saw on uh, Twitter that one time where. Those two Oklahoma football players were in that bathroom in Vegas. Oh, were they doing the Oklahoma drill? No, they, they were talking crap to a UFC and they were, fighter. They were, right? yeah, there were two or, training UFC fighters in a bathroom in Vegas, and they're all of five eight. Yeah, and these guys are six five, big. So why you do not talk crap to small guys with cotton ear? Yeah, well, ah, cotton ear, uh, cauliflower. Cal- cauliflower. And ear. literally, like the this six five guys in this guy's face, and these shorter guys aren't really saying anything. This guy's just shoving him in the chest, shoving him in the chest. This guy's taking off his watch while he's getting assaulted. And he looks at his friend, and his friend just shakes his and head. And he, like, yes. smirks, like, smiles. He hands him his watch, and then all of a sudden just takes him out. Like, yeah. It's like, you got to watch yourself. Takes him out, like, gets him on the ground, and, like, gets him into a position where the guy can't, is, like, defenseless and just yes. pounds on his face. Yep. I'm telling you, man, that's the thing about MMA fighters. You just don't recognize them a lot out in public. So don't mess with them. Don't mess with them 
cauliflower ears. I think a good way to conduct your life is to assume everyone's an MMA fighter and True. just not fight. Yeah, let's just not fight. I'm excited, guys. This has been building for like two weeks. We slowly mentioned some stuff in a text message like a two, three weeks ago. It was when I was at a wedding. I was at a wedding. That's right. You Frustrated. shared some stuff. And then Burke said, don't share your thoughts because I want to talk about the pod. Tom then shared like four thoughts. Well, I found has, out that we all, we says all he has have so many, it doesn't matter. I found yeah. out we all have strong takes about weddings. Yeah, I noticed that I wrote things down and you guys didn't. I think you guys have more, uh, but this is going to be exciting. I, th- I think the listeners need to... Do we like, need to like... No, there needs to be kind of like a... Prerequisite? Disclaimer? Yeah, disclaimer. There like, we go. Just a warning, like, we're not coming at anyone individually. We no. loved your weddings. We loved them all. We loved them? Well... <laughs> Let's put this. We've rooted for all of your relationships. There we go. Yeah. Some of you are better than others at putting weddings on. There you go. But right. we've we've rooted for all of your relationships. Yep. I put on an amazing wedding. Relationship didn't last. <laughs> Do you think so, there's a correlation? I don't know. Could be. It was almost like there was so much effort to making a good wedding. How about you just focus on each other instead? What What about it do you think made it a good wedding? Well, you said you put on a good wedding. Why is that? Uh, we made sure our guests weren't just sitting forever with nothing to do after the wedding. Quick pictures after the wedding in like 45 minutes, but we had plenty of food for them. Pictures after the wedding is a rookie mistake. You don't do that. We didn't want to do it, but we had to do some afterwards, I Why? guess. Why I did you have to? It wasn't me. Uh, we didn't do any... Should we get your ex on here to talk about it? Yeah, I'll call her up. When she- <laughs> When's she coming on? <laughs> Can you imagine what an episode that would be? Talk about a barn burner. <laughs> Adam and his ex. We made sure we made sure that none of those. <laughs> you can cut this if you want, yeah. but like, can you imagine if we did Adam and his ex doing the autopsy of the relationship as a <laughs> pod episode? Postmortem. I would do talk it. about a Dr. Phil session. I 100 percent would do it if it was guaranteed to do big numbers. <laughs> That's all I care about. There's nothing this man won't do for, a, for a download. For, anything, anything for, for it. That needs to be the, the slogan on the t-shirt. Backroads and Bonfires podcast on the back. Anything for a download. Yeah. Yep. I've been saying AFC, anything for content. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. All right. You, uh, so you think you, think yeah, you put just, on a good wedding? Yeah. And like spaced out seating. People weren't crowded. We made sure to do none of the dumb songs. I uh, just kept it. I just felt like it was good. Mm. I don't know. Tom, how was your wedding? It was fun. Any yeah. regrets? Anything you'd do differently? I had a lot of fun at Tom's wedding. Um, I was back in my crazy days. The marriage. <laughs> I'm kidding. You. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. I would say... I don't know. I don't know. I, I witnessed Tom's cousin after the wedding was all said and done call the hotel security guy. Paul Blart, because he felt like the guy was trying to have too much power. Oh, he's getting a little big for his britches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we did break into the hotel pool, so Tom and his wife could jump into the pool in their dress and suit. That was fun. Did Steph break we off down, some backstroke? We went down the slide. Some butterfly. They did. Yep. They went. Oh, so there's a picture of me hugging Tom did after Steph he gets do out of the pool. Did Steph do a couple laps, wet. though? Because she, she was she, a collegiate she, swimmer. Collegiate swimmer. She. That's why she wanted Isn't to go that, in the pool. Wasn't that like a tradition or something no no that was what she wanted to do because she was awesome it completely ruined she has her wedding dress and it's just completely ruined. there's like 30 of Chlorine. us in there like yeah. cheering them on as they go down the slide steph's like i was a college swimmer and then yells cannonball <laughs> you guys know what a can opener is oh, sure yeah. do okay Hell yeah i didn't know if that was a regional thing if that was oh, a central no. iowa thing i'm or? the king of large splash contests at the pool back of the day i believe that you <laughs> remind me of hamilton porter in sandlot yes. nobody was... can out splash me 
because I'm athletic enough to have full trust in the board to give it all I got for that spring. And then, so I'm higher than you and I'm bigger than you. And you, that's a serious splash. You seem like the kind of guy at like summer camp that would be like, let me launch this person off the blob thing in the oh. lake a million feet in the air. I am the blob king at Hidden Acres camp when we go to there for church retreat. Uh, would love to give any of your kids the experience, but I don't think we should. Nope. Because I blobbed two years ago, I blobbed a kid and like their whole body was black and blue from yeah. the impact of the water. Yeah, I Ooh. saw you on a trampoline with my kids and it was the single scariest time of my life <laughs> with Daphne with her little bird bones. Oh my gosh. Burke, you asked us, how was your wedding? What do you think about yours? Uh, my wedding was good, mostly because um, I had a lot of college friends that had gotten married before us, so I took a lot of notes of like things I liked and didn't like. Um, I didn't plan our wedding hardly at all, but I was adamant about a couple things. Like There will be no waiting between ceremony and reception, like none, and there wasn't. Um, we're going to do pictures beforehand. We did not have a dance at our wedding. And I don't regret that. Um, and we didn't serve alcohol, which I don't regret because that's just kind of a headache. And somebody always makes a poor choice. Mm -hmm. And then your wedding is like remembered for that time when so, so and so got a little carried away at the bar. Mm -hmm. We also had to drive three hours back to our apartment after our wedding. So we had a long drive, just the two of us, which was nice. Kind of decompress right on. All right. I'm going to start us off. Oh, I, I have one regret about my wedding. Yes. I don't think I nailed the groom speech. Mm. Dang. Yeah. I, I don't think I gave a speech. Oh, I, I did. I, I can still people. remember what I said, and it was just, I don't know, it was just kind of corny. I don't know. I have regrets about that. I, 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 I kind of broke my own rules about wedding speeches. Just get in and get out. Should we start with wedding speeches? Yes. Uh, we can. I just, I just I wrote down while Tom was talking, know your people that are giving the speeches before deciding if they should get a mic or not. <laughs> I, I don't, I've witnessed some horrendous speeches. There's only two kinds of wedding speeches. There's bad ones and ones you don't remember. There's very... Nobody, nobody sits around and is like, you guys, you, you got to hear this wedding speech that this person gave last week. And it was so good. Let me tell you about it. Like, we all just want it to be over. There is some good dad speeches. Yeah. They, I, yes, there are. However, I just feel like so few people are actually funny. Correct. Yep. And, and I feel like if you write your speech to be funny, it's not going to go over well. I spoke at my high school graduation and my dad gave me such great advice. We were in the kitchen and, you know, I was talking to him. I was like, yeah, I got to give the speech. And he goes, don't try to be funny. I go, what do you mean? He goes, if, if something funny comes out, it comes out, but don't try to be funny. And it was solid advice. Mm -hmm. I was just, the wedding I texted you guys from that prompted this whole pod, the maid of honor gave a speech that she was like laughing and couldn't get through. And the whole room was just crickets. It's like, what what is funny about this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, and like so many wedding speeches. That's when Burke was texting us, especially <laughs> especially by groomsmen and bridesmaids. And like, I went to a um, Christian college, so a lot of people getting married very young, mm -hmm. twenty twenty one. Still have a little bit of teenager in them. Oh yeah. yeah. They're so full of inside jokes, and that's what's brutal. I was just gonna say that inside jokes are brutal. In wedding speeches. Don't you agree? Oh, 100%. It's always like, um, you know, we had such a great time in Fort Lauderdale, and they start dying <laughs> laughing, and the, and the whole room's like, the whole room's like, we weren't at spring break in Fort Lauderdale. We have no idea why that's funny at all. 
does. Like none. And the bridesmaid's just like dying laughing. And it's like, this is so stupid. Like uh-huh. inside that, jokes are bad in I speeches. Think that, I think that's one thing I must say, like my best man was Joel Corlew. I was, I don't think he'll be offended by me saying this. I think I was surprisingly shocked by how funny his, his was because I think Joel would say he's not a funny guy. He doesn't try. He's a funny guy. He doesn't try. Somehow, to be funny. It, I just like was like, man, Joel, I did not expect this my from two, you. I've given a couple. And it was like quick, and but we were twenty nine. Totally so that different. Helps. Yeah, this the wedding I was just at. It was like a nineteen year old and like a twenty or twenty one year old, and it was like, yeah, this is like very much like two teenagers getting married. The humor is very yeah. And like I said, rooting for the couple, love them. The speeches were not good. Yeah. Do you guys obviously you guys remember? How, how many have you have you given a best man speech? Yes. Have you? I've given two. I've given two or three. Yep. So one of my one of my rules that I'd say is that where I'll immediately check out if there's more than four overall speeches, I just can't. Oh, oh yeah. When we it's start the when they start passing the mic down the wedding the head yeah. table, you're like no, because don't. The, because the yeah. brother or the sister Stop. who's like seventh in line thinks they need to say something because they're blood related. <laughs> but you were seventh in line for a reason. How, how about how Stop. about the person getting married is the oldest sibling and they feel like the seventh grader needs a chance to give a speech? Oh, yeah, Lord. Who's yeah. like? It's always like the bride's sister. No, no, I take that back. It's like the groom's sister who's in seventh grade or something. So she's like fifth. Down the line because she's only there because the bride's doing a solid yeah, to the groom. Exactly. Like, didn't 100%. want her to feel left out. It's like, listen, you're up there. That's the prize. You yeah. don't need to give a speech here. <laughs> you haven't even taken speech class in school. No, what are yeah, we doing? Yeah. I was not offended one bit that my brother-in-law did not ask me to be. I wasn't even an usher in my sister's wedding, and I didn't care at all. <laughs> like, it's no big deal. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, it's not like I was young. I was 22, I think, or 20. I don't. I remember. have two brothers, so we just did a rotation. I was Brad's best man. Brad was Brett's best man, and Brett was my best man. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like we all got a chance to be. That's kind of what we did it for my brothers too. Yeah, I, I I can only remember two jokes I ever said in a best man speech that landed really well, and neither one of them were planned. I passed out at my brother Brett's wedding, like literally passed out up there, fell backwards. No, no, no. At, during the wedding, oh. I fell backwards. <laughs> Almost knocked a candelabra over into a curtain and lit the church on fire. It's incredible. He got married at three in the afternoon. He did not feed us. I was 15 years old. Big no-no. He got married at a non-denominational church that had a stage with stage lights. Three in the afternoon, all I had that day was a French fry. I'm not kidding. I had one French fry. Man, and we could talk about that. I passed out, and then like they, the guy behind me was in the Marines, I think. He caught me. And they walked me off stage, and I spent the rest of the ceremony just sitting down next to my dad, drinking a bottle of water. That's great. And then I hopped up there just for the procession out. And then they handed me the mic at the reception, and all I could think, I'm 15 years old, a freshman in high school. All I could think to say was, well, from what I saw of the wedding, you guys look like you're in love. And it just like brought the house (laughs) down. I think partly because I was 15, they just didn't expect a joke like that. Yeah, Yeah, I was just like, yeah, from what I saw, it looked like a pretty good wedding. And (laughs) it's... Yeah. Congratulations. I also, uh, in the best man and maid of honor speeches, I don't like when they go into areas that other people are going to speak on in a minute. So, give me give an example. An example would be like a best man gets up. Oh, hi. It's such a beautiful night. Um, thank you, everyone, so much for coming. 
like that's what the dads yeah, are you're, supposed you're, to that's say. That's his corner. That's you got to stay corner. off of it. You're supposed to talk about how you know him, how you know her, how you know their relationship. A funny quip about when they first yeah. met. <laughs> <Bottom. I'm laughs> so excited to see you happy together. Cling, let's go. But like people will get into like, oh, thanks to the 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 Joneses and the and the uh, and the dad is over there steaming. And the dad's like, I'm. What about are you doing, to say, you little? I'm about to say that. You know, <laughs> relax. I gave his best man speech at my Derek uh, in the band with me. Yep. And Derek and I like met at a high school dance. Like I literally remember like walking up to him at a high school dance and being like, Hey, I heard you play bass. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, do you want to start a band? And he was like, yeah. And that, that's how our friendship started. It was at a high school dance. And I get up there to give this speech and I go, so Derek and I met at a high school dance and everybody starts laughing, right? Two guys. And I, I looked at Derek and I go, why do people always laugh when I say that? <laughs> yeah. And then I go, okay, start over. Derek and I met at a monster truck rally. <laughs> Cause I thought that sounded more masculine. Yeah. I didn't plan that joke. They yeah. just started laughing. I'm like, everybody always laughs when I say we met at a high school dance. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I could understand that. The worst, I hands down remember the worst, but anyway, the speech, the best man speech was so uh, 45 minutes. Best no man, best man speech. Shut no. the front door. And did not stop meandering about the dumbest things. And Do right when he thought it was lost done, all track of time. I don't know. And right when he thought it was done, they started it up. So I remember like twenty five minutes in, we started up, and then all of a sudden he goes, "Oh yeah." So the grandparents are here, and then he starts asking them how long they've been married, and he's trying to make. Relation, what is this guy like, thinking? Star search. This married. is like his chance. And when it finally, like, when it finally ended, everyone, you could just feel like the sigh of relief in the room. A forty-five minute best man speech, and it was forty-five minutes of terrible. Were, were you there? No. Yes, I was there. Terrible speech. How how can someone give a best man speech for forty-five minutes? How does the brother who's the groom like not get up and cut it off? You gotta have it's your wedding. Up. You gotta you have, do what you, you want. You gotta have that Oscars play him off stage music. Yes, queued up, ready Gosh, to go. Was bad. And then he made like some like comment about like, "Yo, Grandma's looking hot tonight." Like, what are we doing? Was he drunk? No, there was, there was no, like no alcohol there. No alcohol there. Did he have a little uh, little sauce in the parking lot or something? Bro, uh, maybe. But there was a speech that I missed that Tom witnessed at one of our friends' weddings uh, yeah. from the maid of honor that I heard was. Like all time Mount Rushmore, you Awkward. missed it. I missed it. it. I was there. It was, it was during. It was during a Cubs playoff game, yeah. and I was in the other room watching a Cubs playoff game with some friends, and I missed the speech. Mm-hmm. And I heard it was all time awkward, terrible. What yeah. was bad about it? Well, she. Like, go ahead. You weren't even there, so how do you know? Well, I've just heard stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard like she like she started talking about she so she was divorced. She started Uh-oh. talking about how she was happy for them, but then all of a sudden just went into. Some certain percentage of marriages end in divorce. Don't do what I did, and started going down this dark. Yes, path. yeah. And like I came back in in time for like the groomsmen speeches because I was giving one. And uh, what kind of reception is this? You're giving a speech, and you're just in the other room watching baseball. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a Cubs win the World Series. So. But it's literally like you were at a stand-up comedy show, and you're like, "I'm on in five. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. I'll be back." I come in and I sit down. You're in the my, green room right yeah. now watching the Cubs. Yeah. I come back in and I sit down at. A, I didn't even go up to the head table. I sat at a different table with my wife at the time and another groomsman wife, and they said, "You just missed." The worst speech in the history of the world. It reminds me of the movie Wedding Singer when Steve Buscemi at the beginning is drunk. The best man, the better man. <laughs> the ah. better man. And then he strums a guitar, self-taught. Thank you very much. <laughs> then he goes like, I give him six months. Give him six months. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you thinking of? I'll take names out. Okay, there was uh, one around here where 
so the best it was actually by the, the way the I can't groom wait for like this two hour episode it's gonna be amazing it was the groom got up and was talking oh no the groom bombed at his own wedding yeah the groom was giving his speech and it was 30 minutes long no never spoke about the bride what did he talk about talked about about how in his life like he's been the underdog and <laughs> And then it culminated in him hitting the the game winning free throw to <laughs> make state finals. And uh-huh. now that he's a coach at a certain place, he's going to take them to a state finals. <laughs> Never spoke about the bride. How long ago was this? Ten years ago. Has he taken him to a state final? No, he's a shocker. <laughs> that reminds me. Yeah, I want all the smoke. Uh, I was at <laughs> I Tom. Wanna... I think Tom was there. The dad's speech. Their son was going. To play Division One football. Ah, uh, yeah. It's Ooh. his daughter's wedding, though, not the son who's going to play football. Dad gets up to thank everyone for coming and instantly starts talking about. Doesn't mention his daughter once, whose wedding date is. Starts talking about his son who's going to play D one football. Oh no! And how much he loves the kid. How hard he worked. It gives a dynamic. It yeah. gives a look into the dynamic. And he of that starts family. Tell, he starts telling everyone, "Don't ask us for tickets. We don't want to get you tickets to game. We don't want." Was you to he sit serious? Yes, dead serious. And like, it wasn't even trying to be funny. It, and he was being serious. And like, you could just feel the tension in the room. Like, is this seriously happening? Everyone felt so terrible for his daughter, okay. who he didn't talk about. That's that's rough. Bad. I don't remember a lot of bad um, father of the bride speeches. They're usually pretty short because dad wants to, he's not much of a speaker anyway. I just, they, we talked about this last week a little bit. All these speeches start with, so for those of you that don't know me, (laughs) you know, um, I was at one recently where the maid of honor was the sister of the bride. And I think she thought she was being playful, but she called the groom ugly and weird looking. That's the thing. When people take the leap that they try to like, they're gonna try to roast him. It's like, dude, this is not a Comedy Central yes. roast right now. Like, that it's was... it's the guy's day. Like, say, and she laughed, and it just landed like a rock in the room. The whole room was like, what? Why would you say that? It's not that fun. It's when, not funny. When they try to like, I think it's like almost fake when they're like, they try to make sure they have the contrasts of. I used to hate this person, and now I love when, them. When you first came around, works. I hated you. It never works. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were a bad match, but now I see that you make my sister happy. Yes, yep. I hate those. Yeah, Tough spot to get out of right there. Um, Man, It's speeches. like, you know, you could just not make it about you and just say how happy you are yes. for them. I don't, yes. I don't like not your day, pal. I can't stand the overly sentimental ones. Right. Don't cry during your maid of honor speech. Don't, yeah, don't I, like, dude, I just want to eat my chicken breast and and <laughs> asparagus like I, this sounds like a conversation you and the bride need to have together privately share your feelings cry together i don't want to witness your emotional touching speech about your yeah. bridesmaid like also like she's getting married she's not going off to war you are <laughs> going to see her again i do like to hear like a little background as to why you're the maid of honor like or the best man, like something about your relationship, something about usually it's something about how you met them and then how it ties together. But usually it's it. I'm the best man because I'm his brother. Yeah, I'm usually, the maid of honor yeah. because I'm the sister. I'm always interested in like so college roommates maid of honor and sister is relegated to number two. What yeah, happened there? That's a solid friendship. What's going on? You're 
you're shoving the sister off to the two spot. <laughs> a lot of people become besties in college, living together. It out would be on your funny own. if someone came up and was like, "Yeah, I'm the college roommate, and there's three brothers standing beside me." So, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> do the math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my freshman year roommate in college got married, and um, this arguably the worst day of my entire life. <laughs> um, I doubt it. Well, wait to hear the story. Okay, here we go. So. Um, not that close to him. Really not. I knew about, oh, maybe 30, 40 minutes into living with him that I would never live with him after that year. Really? And, and you were that, part of the wedding? Not even an hour? Yeah. And I, no, I wasn't a part of the wedding. I was a guest. It just, yeah. But I knew him like, no, we're not vibing at all. <laughs> so, but it's a small college. So we're, we know we're going to know each other. And he invites us to the wedding and Nadine and I go and. He sings to her. He sang to her very awkwardly during the wedding. Like she went and sat on a stool and he sang to her. That was like, I had secondhand embarrassment big time. I think there might've been fedoras involved in this wedding. <laughs> anyway, unironically. Um, then the reception is at a park. So we drive to this park and as we get there, we find out that as guests, Part of our job is to set up for the reception. What? Oh, so, you have to work? They're cutting corners. <laughs> yeah. So Nadine and I are like, okay, I guess we'll start setting tablecloths and centerpieces and getting this reception ready. Now I regret being here at all early. Um, that is awesome. Then we're sitting there and, you know, they got the bells on the table. Obviously, you ring the bell, the bride and groom kiss, That's right? getting into mm-hmm. another take of mine. Yeah. So... Somebody rings the bell. The bride and groom kiss. Somebody mean like 7,000 people? Well, I don't know. It just you, you wait to hear this, though. Yeah. Somebody rings the bell, and uh, they wait, start I'm kissing. They start kissing, and they keep kissing. Oh. They don't stop? And they really start getting after what? it. And uh, Well, because they're super Christian, so like they this is like their... I, First go around at I'm that. I'm not going to speculate why because yeah. I've been to other Christian, like super Christian weddings where it didn't just. Um, so this is literally the reaction of all of us in the crowd. Uh, oh, 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 oh stop. <laughs> Nobody rang the bells again. Thank goodness. It Maybe was, that was a strategy. They, no, I don't think so. How great is that though? They, the whole, they went at, they got after it with this kissing. And this is why it was the worst day in my life. We ended up leaving the wedding, and then my wife got hit by a drunk driver and almost killed that afternoon. Oh, my God. That was the same day? Same day. We left that wedding. We're going to go paint her sister's bathroom, and uh, my wife was nearly killed by a drunk driver. Ripped her car in half in an intersection. Oh, okay. And we're like, what a crap day. Yeah. I got to sit this freaking awkward wedding. You know what? So awkward. I didn't really want to be there in the first place, but I felt like I should go just to be the nice because we were roommates. And my wife almost gets killed on the way the home. The accident was that couple's fault. If there would have been uh, one more bell ring, it would have lasted maybe another 30 seconds. Didn't need 30 seconds. We needed like 1.5 seconds. Just get through that intersection. Um, but People that just get after it like that, it's weird. Did you guys do the bell thing at your wedding? Yes. People do it too much. We did a different thing at our wedding. I don't know who came up with this, but our wedding, if if they start clinking the glasses, ringing the bell, Nadine and I had to pick a couple we at the reception. That. We did that too. And yeah. then whatever they do, we have to we do. We did the exact same thing. And then that gives us a chance fun. to be like, let's pick yeah. the oldest 
grandma grampy couple here because we know they're not going to get like carried away we did that exact same thing and it was actually kind of fun it's fun yeah it is fun because you like obviously you're picking people from your family and i remember trudy trudy went and sat on top of myron and smooched them good yep yep no i don't know what i would do if like even now if nadine and i got picked i'm not a great public kisser to the lift up from dirty dancing and smooch (laughs) one in midair throw my back out yeah oh man (laughs) Wow, we got so many more takes, and we've already been we've, going for we've like only an been, hour. We've only been talking about wedding speeches. I'm so, so excited! Far. Well, yeah. this wedding be, speeches are the worst part of it, weddings. They are. Maybe this yeah. pop, maybe this will be such a long one. I'll break it into two, or we'll just have one monster. How do you guys feel about when the pastor gives a message at a wedding? I think they should keep it real short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five ten minutes. I still remember. That's a lot. Lock it up. Yeah, you gotta lock it up. <laughs> I still remember, like, I like when they make it super personal about their time when they're in study before they get married and marriage counseling with the pastor. Like, I kind of like those where it's like the pastor they tell about their experience with the couple, and I know we're in a place of God, so it should be about Jesus and all that. But like, I do like it when they have it personal to- towards the couple. And I, a, I enjoy them. It's a lot of well-traveled territory. <laughs> a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Yeah. Love is patient. Love is kind. I mean, we it's a, a lot of the same. We had the cord of three strands. Yep. <laughs> and we tied it and have it on a piece of wood and everything. Oh, probably it's in a burn pile somewhere our, now. I won't get into it all, but our, our pastor, he said he had five things for a healthy marriage and went through all five. And Do you it, remember those five? I, I do. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> and do you feel like you've been following that message? Some, I, I'd say a lot of the time. As we go, we've gotten stronger with that, I'd say. Like every year, like we're, we're very, I don't want to get sappy or anything, but like me and her are on the same page on a lot of things. Which I've heard helps. a lot of people, yeah. I've heard a lot of couples say like you get 10 years in or so and you really like hit a, you just hit a groove. Like, yeah. Because yeah. you've been doing it for so long, you're just really Either that or to, they talk about the seven year, year seven is itch. when it gets really hard. Yeah. Yeah, then you got to get over that hump. That's mm-hmm. what I hear. Well, it's tough because you're all you're. I mean, you have different lives, like in a lot of ways. Like you have your professional. Most people have two different lives professionally, and you spend eight, ten hours a day doing that. And you can grow separately if you aren't careful. Um, something I feel strongly about with weddings is you cannot make people wait at the reception. Can't do it. Wait for what? anything like yeah. i don't mind if it's a shorter I, wait six months food six months before we got married i was in a wedding of two people that i love very much there was a three hour break between the ceremony that and the reception horrible. yeah and hour or less i'm okay with there was a full slate of pictures after the wedding uh, the the reception was 45 minutes away um it was so there's tons of candles and my wife texted me she's like it is so hot in here. Where are you guys? And I'm like, we haven't even left the church yet. And she's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, she's like, dude, there's people here with small kids are losing their mind. Did she know other people there? Because uh, it yes. makes it way yes. worse when you don't have people to she talk did. to. My favorite wedding ever was an element of this. Like, they were going to go on their bus and go hit their spots and do a bunch of pictures where they wanted to. It was a local wedding right here at the Alts Community Center. And it was like a two hour wait. But you go there, and we went right away because we knew enough people. It was like, oh, we'll go and have a few cocktails, whatever. But their whole meal was they had eight stations of all of the favorite spots around Storm Lake and Alta cater like like food. 
And it was like you go to each station, you can get a burger from Scooters at the time. You got to pay get for a, it? You get a taco from Lawa. You pay for it? No. It okay. was open everything. And it was this just like. incredible. It was almost, an amazing idea. It was almost like you were at food trucks everywhere. And that was, so, the, that was the whole meal. Did you like not yeah. care where they were? You're like, we don't care. It didn't matter. Like the, so they the, let you eat without them there? Absolutely. Oh, it, was, okay. it was the best. And when they got there, it was just the speeches and then the dance. And everyone had eaten, and people just That's ate as I, they went, and it was great. If it, I'd like it to be an hour or less. I'm okay with it if there's food. A lot of times people are starving, and they're just sitting around with nothing to do. We, Give them some, something to munch on. We walked out of the church. Okay, okay, this is another thing I hate that people do at weddings. Do not, listeners, under any circumstance, <laughs> the bride and groom after the ceremony... Go back in the church and dismiss people row by row yourselves. No, receiving line in Don't the back. Don't ever do that. Yeah. You know why? Because every single person that chat. Yes, they think it's their time to catch up with the bride and groom. And it's like it's like Aunt Charlene. Keep it moving. Talk to her at the receiving, reception. Receiving line in the back. I'm in the back pew and I can't get out of here until the 15 pews in front of me <laughs> get out of here and you won't stop talking to the bride. But I think that's also something that, and again, it's their day counterpoint it's their day and i know for a fact we ushered out and and i i the reason steph wanted to do that is okay that's three minutes i can thank every guest for being here it's not three minutes it's not maybe not not with everyone but she, she felt like she would have felt horrible if she missed someone that's why i think you do the receiving yeah. line in the back i i would love to tell steph like, dude, nobody expects to get a face-to-face thank you from you. Yeah. Like, and I don't think we did that dumb thing people do where they do the introductions of the wedding party at the reception. See, that was another take I had. Do you it, like those? I uh, hate them. The take is if there's someone, a way. There's if, a way to do them tastefully. If, if someone is super good at dancing, fine, have them come and do their thing. It's kind of funny to watch, especially if they're good. But like to make force everyone to do like every wedding party i've been in they're like what are we gonna do i'm like how about we just bow and then walk in how yeah. about why do i have to do or just they announce go, their name and just walk in and wave or yeah. they do the same just thing wave. why yeah. doesn't one of us pretend they have a fishing pole and the other one's the fish <laughs> and i'll act like i'm reeling you in and, and that and was then everyone, everyone's doing the fake laugh except like the parents of that groom's person and they think it's the greatest thing ever. Or they're Mom's like, you know, it'd be funny. What if since I'm the guy, I'll get on your back and you give me a piggyback ride in? Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. It's it's unbroken ground in comedy. It's like, dude, and, and the, the DJ is mispronouncing people's names. And it's like, just come in and sit down at the head table. I remember my wife and I, we, we just walked in when they announced us. And we just, while we were walking on the table, we just fist bumped each other. That was it. And people were like, why didn't you do something? I said, we did. We fist bumped. I feel like, too, the wedding party, if they've been on one of those party buses, they just sort of hold their drink up and they're like, yeah. And it's like, yay, alcohol. Yeah. I just, I've never been like, hey, shut up, shut up, shut up. They're about ready to do the wedding party thing. I want to see him come in. Shut up, shut up. Never. I'm always like, all right, let's get going here. Get me the, I want the chicken or the steak, whatever I ordered. Oh, man. Gosh said something i was gonna i don't remember a take i have is that i think the dollar dance is stupid oh see i don't like it don't do it it's dumb let let everyone just keep dancing i'm gonna zig here because i think people would probably expect me to agree with you i don't hate it <sighs> it's a nice way to give them money yeah it just takes so long for because you gotta get so many people through and then it's like what i like about a half it hour later what i like uh, about it is you can give them money and you're only expected to dance for like five seconds 
Yeah, you got to keep it quick. Whoever's telling them next, keep it moving. It's uh, that Lone Star song is probably playing. What's that song by Lone Baby, Star? Baby, I'm amazed by you. Hand them the $5. Or the- I don't want to close my eyes. By Aerosmith. I'll be honest with you. I don't look forward to the dollar dance. I just yeah. don't I don't hate it like I hate some other things at weddings. Yeah. I'm never disappointed if they don't have one. I'm always I'm never like, God, you know that wedding would have been better with a dollar dance. I never <laughs> feel that way. Yep. Tom, what do you think about dollar dances? Tom's got a um six and one half dozen the other. Yeah, he's kind of with me here. Like yeah. don't don't love it, don't hate it. I think that's just another way that you give the opportunity for the bride and groom to make sure they touch everyone that they invited you know in some way um i have a huge take on weddings let's go weddings where i'm not like intimately involved so it's like it's a wedding of steph's cousin somewhere in north dakota and they're you're expected to be there but you're like i honestly don't have to well we're there and it's like you know it's totally there's half the people you don't know at all and then the other half you've maybe been introduced to once and then you're awkwardly telling you may have some knowledge of the groom or the bride, and then the other one's family, oh, hi, I'm, you know, they're greeting you at the door, and it's, oh, hi, I'm Tom, I'm from Iowa, you don't know me, um, but you look lovely. To and, me. You're like, like, and you're, like, awkward, already married to Steph? The, uh, what, I know, but it, I'm no, married but to like her. You're, you're saying, like, you're already married, but it's family, you still don't really know much? Right, and it's like you're walking through receiving lines of the other side of the party, and they're like, thanks for coming, who are you? And it's like, long story, um... Bye. Like okay, so like you don't Steph have to talk and I, to me. we yeah. first met, and uh, you're right. Yeah. You, you don't have to talk to me. Like I, you don't know me. I don't know you. You can just say thanks for coming. Like we don't have to have three minutes to get yep. each other's backstories that's because why, I know it's awkward. That's why for you I'm too. super glad that yeah. we didn't do a receiving line because so much forced. Those two random uncles or like a second cousin comes up to you. So when are you guys going to start having kids? Huh? Ugh. The co- and you get one of those and like they're so beautiful. I can't wait yeah. for the when babies. You're, when you're the couple who's already <laughs> at a who's who's already married and at a wedding and people are like asking you about kids, I get I get okay. freaking pissed off when people come up and ask couples about when they're going to start having kids. None of your business. Let them procreate when they want to. Speaking of kids. Weddings are about a thousand times less enjoyable oh once you have kids. I just thought of a great point. When you have if to bring your kids, your kids, it's terrible. A thousand times less enjoyable. I just won't do it. Yeah. Okay, I want your guys' opinion it's on this. So, it's so unenjoyable. It's, it's not fun. Can I, get, I want your guys' opinion. If you would have been offended. At our wedding, on our invitations, we specifically put, like, no kids. I love that. Part. No, I'm offended by that. You are? Yes. Like, okay. I'll bring my kids if I want to suffer. But like you're not gonna you're yeah. like it has no effect. So we on wanted you. like no except for like family kids. It has there. no effect on you. And I had some like friends like kind of make some comments to me, but we didn't want kids there. I've heard people say like, yeah, we don't want kids there either. Like that's totally cool. But I've heard some people say it's offensive. I I would be offended by that. But if I want to not bring my kids, I want to make that my choice. But I also think my kids are pretty well behaved. Yeah, uh, my kids aren't um, happy when they're not involved because. <laughs> Then Steph doesn't feel so, bad for not. Steph doesn't feel bad for not plus, bringing them. It's almost like uh, then you anyway, can go. Sorry guys, you're not invited. Yeah, Steph then it lets you literally guys have fun like, while oh, it'd be fun. Yeah. You know, the kids like to dance. I'm like, there's four of them. I'm wearing my nice suit. I don't want snot on my shoulder. And yeah, 
Kennedy and Miles are going to freak out within seven minutes because there's nothing there for him until the dance starts. And that's three hours after the whole thing begins, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In the back of my mind, I was kind of like, well, we're kind of like providing these couples like a little date night. Yeah. But but then they have to find a sitter and stuff. I'm not mad at you. It's more like, let me uninvite my own kids. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what? You don't like my kids? Listen, if I don't like them, that's one thing. If I don't feel like bring them, see, the and re- I love my kids, but it's like if I don't want to bring them, that's my call. But don't tell me I can't bring them. Let me, What's I'm, that? That's Ste- the title. Let me uninvite my own yeah. kids. <laughs> we have got to stop with wedding thank yous. It is Amen. such. It is. I such, just talked about this last night with someone. Thank yous in general are such a burden. Yes. That don't need to be there. I and there's nothing of substance in them anyway. Thank you cards should only be for when someone does something totally out of the ordinary for you. Like, thank yous are so dumb. I don't know. They snowblowed your driveway when you did not expect them to at all. Yeah. Like, send them a thank you. But this stupid culture of why are you making work for the bride and groom? Yes, everyone should assume they're thankful we're here. I, I we would, don't need some, that they're going to open and throw I away. I went right to away, a wedding anyway. shower today, today after school. I gave her a card. There was a gift inside, and I told her part of your gift is I do not want to thank you. Don't write me one. I don't want it. That is part of my gift to you. That's amazing. You don't have to waste your time writing a thank you. I could not agree more. I want to hug you right now. Graduation thank yous. Yeah. So stupid. Plus, people open them, throw them away instantly. It's dumb. It is from a bygone era. Yeah. When people had, I don't, I don't know. To me, it's an inflated self, sense of self-importance. You've invited me to a party. I've brought you a gift, and I need you to acknowledge that you're grateful. Like, what is that? Well, that gets into a whole other line of things. Because you go dumb to at graduation, you go to too. a wedding and you have a good time, and then a thank you comes that's print, like that's typed out, and it's the same thank you everyone got, and then people are mad about it. I'm like. Who cares? Like exactly, they saved a little time. They 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 invited us to their special day where you got to witness the start of their whole story. If you're That's mad, fantastic. if you're yeah. mad that you didn't get a thank you, you shouldn't have been invited in the first place. That's a you problem. You don't deserve to be there because you're making it about you. Hundred percent. And by the Man, way, this is exactly all the takes I had at last graduations night and stuff. I get thank you cards from some and not from others, and I'm not keeping track, and I don't care. Because every thank you card you get, uh, honestly, unless it's something super meaningful, like like someone went the extra mile and someone put a lot of thought into it, yep, you can't put a lot of thought into three hundred people. Impossible. That, that gave you a toaster. It's like thank you for the gift of fifty dollars. I will put it to good use in my life. Yes, it's so stupid. I will put it to good use next year when I'm studying what? biology at and, Iowa State and, University. And, and what are those people doing with the thank you card? Are they putting it up in the fridge? No, they're throwing it away seven seconds later. I remember, yeah, I remember graduation, like asking my mom, why do I have to write all these? People should know I'm grateful for what they gave me. Yep. I don't want to write this garbage. And I feel like when you're in high school, your mom's always hounding you, like, you get those thank yous done yet? You get your thank yous done? Yes. Yeah. I think the worst, the absolute worst version of this is the funeral thank you cards. Oh. Did you know this is a thing? So weird. Oh, yeah. My, no. I, had a, I had an aunt that passed away recently, and part of what we did as the immediate as family, family you get together and write them at, at the reception is like we're opening everybody's card my one my one aunt is writing down who's it from what's the amount like we got this whole system and what's nice is that my uncle the widow widower he was reading every card but the entire time i was there i was like why are we writing thank yous for this this person is grieving 
Leave them alone. Why do you need a thank you yes. from somebody whose life is broken right now and they're grieving? Mm-hmm. Like this is the worst version of the thank you card is the funeral thank you card. It's it's horrendous. I brought that up at my former grandfather-in-law's uh, after he died and I kind of got yelled at by the family. This is what we do. I just spoke up. I said, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? I, I think that's something that will die out with our generation. Yeah. Isn't it? it don't you think to. it's from an older generation that's like, there's, Speaking of there's a manners thing and you got to do the thank yous. And this, like, I feel yeah. like it's an older generation thing. And I, I hope us millennials just totally buck that trend and just go, we're done with we're thank done. you culture. Speaking of death, death to thank yous. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I like setting that expectation up front. Like, we know that we know that we're thankful that you're here or something like that. You know, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the thank you. That's just pre-written mass mailed. If it's anything like it does, I don't need anything. I read it and like, Oh, that's nice. And I throw it away. You know what else? This is not about weddings. Then I'll, I'll get back on weddings, Christmas cards. I open them up. I'm like, huh, nice garbage. Stupid. See, ours Stop are still, the Christmas we cards. still have ours displayed. Like my wife always makes, they're on our wall in our, in our I, I actually I don't I, mind them I, I open like them Christmas cards. don't you like going to someone else's house and they have all their Christmas cards yeah. displayed and you're kind of checking out their friends like yeah. not in a weird way but kind of like let me see this crew they're running with let mm-hmm. me see who all their friends with <laughs> how do you feel about the Christmas letter where they kind of catch you up on the family happenings uh, don't care I don't mind I, I will I read them I do the people that matter in my life I already know what's going on in their life I read them but I lose steam about a paragraph in where I'm like alright if it gets too much like this is kind of yeah. you just bragging about your kids. Right. Or yeah. your trip to Cabo. Yeah. I would like a humorous Christmas letter. Hey. Yeah. I'm going to I'm I'm send some out next year. You know what? One just of my, me posing with a cow. One of my best memories of my <laughs> wedding day was, um, it was before the ceremony, and we were trying to find Nadine. And we got married at her dad's church. Um, and we were, someone was like, where's Nadine? And they're like, she's in her dad's office. She's setting her fantasy baseball lineup for the ceremony. <laughs> Dang. I, was, I was like talk lo- dirty to me i was like i love this woman <laughs> and then at the reception she went over to some of the guys in our fantasy we were on the same fantasy baseball league together and nadine was like uh she wanted to like see box score she's like yes Pujols hit two homers today he's on my team and i was like this woman's incredible <laughs> that's awesome can I, I okay this next one fires me up okay leave your stupid freaking pet at home don't make your pet part of your wedding. Who brings oh, the pets to a wedding? I've yeah. been to four weddings. I don't think I've ever seen this. I've been to four weddings where they want the pet to like have the rings on their collar come oh, down the aisle. okay. Or where they, they, they refuse to get... I had a friend who the pastor told them they did not want the pet involved. And like three days before the wedding, they were going to refuse to get married there. Push everything off. Find the place that would let them have their stupid, worthless little dog be involved in it. Like... <laughs> It's a, your freaking dog. Who cares? It's not your child. Leave it at home. You'll survive for a few hours without it as a part of your special day. I, uh, dog moms. I, I, I get people Took all that, their wedding pictures with the dog, too. I just, people that say, I can't go on in life. I can't do anything without this dog. I wish for bad things for those people sometimes. <laughs> Adam, you've got to chill. You have no chill right now. None. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Anyway, no, that was, I, that was a take. I, that, I, was a, um, that was a good take. I don't, I, I don't think. I think pets are a part of too much of everyday life. Yep. Another one I have. Uh, I think couples like. So I was twenty nine when I got married, and even at twenty nine, I didn't want it. But I think we could set a standard: thirty and over, no gifts necessary. They already got what they need. They got all the appliances. 
utensils they need. They're probably pretty good and financially. Mm. Just show up. I think part Possibly. of the part of the gift is the recognition that you spent money on the reception that I'm benefiting from. I guess that's a good so point. Never I've, thought of that. I've probably all, just cash. Yeah, I've always felt like at yeah. any wedding, I look at like we don't write the check to put in the card a lot of times until we know what's kind of happening at the wedding. That's a good call. Like we went to my we went to my wedding in Chicago, and I'm like, I don't know, like seems like it could be kind of bougie. And she's like, How much do we give? I'm like, Well, let's wait to see what food they serve us. And it was like super ritzy. I'm like, It's two hundred dollar deal. Like write a check. For You're paying for the meal then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For me, I'm like, I gotta at least pay for the meal and give them a start. So really, it was probably. Seventy-five dollars a you know, plate. We get an extra fifty. You bucks. know what's interesting is if they serve like Vandy Kemp's fish sticks <laughs> and fries, and you're like it's twenty-five bucks. Mm-hmm. My thing is the person that served the Vandy Kemp's needs the two hundred. <laughs> the person that served the filet mignon, they don't even need it. That's fair. That's that fair. is awesome. Yeah. yeah, man, that's a good point. I don't know. I just felt like logically that makes sense. What are they spending on me? And I need to give them a little more than that because, and sometimes it's a lot more than that depending on. Who they are in my life, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, we got married late twenties, and we just we had everything we needed. We both were like making good money, didn't need things. We got so many appliances, we didn't know what to do with. Oh, we were poor. When we got married. We I, asked, I was you were very young, three, and I think Nadine was twenty two. Yeah. yeah, we asked like people to, in lieu of gifts, donate to these two charities that we really liked, or like mission organizations, and like we had some people like actually tell us like. That was offensive because they wanted to give us a gift instead of money to some mission that they don't like. They said it was offensive? Yeah. We had multiple people tell us that. I think they just say the word. I don't think they mean offensive. I think they mean that in a complimentary way, even if they're saying it's offensive. No, Adam said they didn't believe in like the mission of the organization. Oh, so they're like, like, why should we give money to like this mission we don't know about or care about? Like, oh, it was almost like, dang, you like want to feel good about yourself? Like you gave us a blender? I don't know. Was it a ninja <laughs> or a bullet? That does that does change or things. Like Jim, I think it was a ninja. Jim and Pam's wedding where they asked for cash and Michael Vitalix. Michael gave them a painting of themselves. <laughs> I <laughs> yes. Here's my problem with Jim and Pam's <laughs> wedding. That elaborate intro with all the dancing. Yeah, it just set a bad trend. <laughs> People tried to start doing that crap at their own wedding. Yep, yep. not a good deal. No. Um, what you ever I, been to a wedding where a guy cut their tie like Jim? No. Um, <laughs> moving on. What I really like, <laughs> what I loved about my wedding day too, is that day and the day that you have kids. Like every day of a birth of your child is like a day where people will just go out of their way for you. Mm-hmm. Like the day I got married, one of my groomsmen was like, "Hey, do you need anything?" And I go, "Actually, yes. I need you to mail this letter. It is my utility bill, and I need it mailed today." <laughs> And I said, and can you get me a Red Bull? And he's and like he was like, You got it, buddy. Like everybody like wants to be your your guy that day. They yeah. want to be your bet. You're you're the star of the show, and all your friends just want to be that guy. That's a good point. And then like when my kid was born, uh, my first kid was born, I remember my dad was like, Do you need anything? And I go, Honestly, I would really love some Arby's right now. And he's like, You got it, buddy. He like left the hospital, <laughs> brought back Arby's, like but like any other day of your life, if you're just like, can you go mail this bill for me and get me a Red Bull? Someone's like, what are you? No, are you talking about? I'm busy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's a good point. That's what I love about the wedding day and the day, the birth of the child day is like people just want to be there for you. Yep. Unlike any other day. Man. I also loved the merging of my high school and college friends into one event. It's never happened again and it'll never happen. It will never yeah, happen again. It's very special. It's a one-time thing where like your high school friends and your college friends 
all just sort of meld into one. Mm-hmm. How about two? Like, this is something I feel strongly about. The first friend in the group to get married, way fun wedding. Oh yeah. The last friend, you're just it's tired. a dart. You're like, can your, we be done? Your eyes are bloodshot, and you're that like, first friend that gets married. You're like, we're staying up all night. We're gonna. We're yeah. gonna hang out with the bridesmaids. You're finally excited to be like in the wedding season e- of life. Everybody's kind of single or not that not that in a relationship. So like, yeah. there's a lot. There's of, a little bit of a mix. There's going a lot on. of fun with the bridesmaids. Yeah. But the last wedding, everybody's married except they this got, one last friend. They got kids at a hotel crying with their grandma. Well, there and, and you're yeah. sort of asking like, how long do we stay at the reception before we peace out here? Like, <laughs> what's an appropriate amount of time? That first wedding though, you're like, we're staying until this thing shuts down. Yeah. yeah. With a D- we're going till the DJ plays pour some sugar on yeah. me at like 1 30 a.m. <laughs> then there isn't, uh, isn't that true though like the first friend's true. fun the last friend's this boring. is why if I get remarried we're gonna go to the courthouse and sign the papers and call uh, it a day Ped that was another take I had is I've had a few second weddings that they tried to make it the same production as the first. So oh, I'm you like, just hey, can't. you got all of me that first time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry. It's going to be, if I get remarried, I, I am, my vote is for as little as possible. Um, the other take I had is I went to one wedding where um, I was part of it, but, and there was like seven bridesmaids and seven groomsmen. And then at the reception, there was a head table that was like, a bar table and that's where they sat and there was a spotlight on them and oh, the rest no. of us were just in the crowd like it was just purely this is a second wedding no first wedding okay. but it was like a ufc fight where the octagons lit up and everything else is dark and then the the bride like as part of the the speech like put on a like a a show where like she sang and oh no yeah Never, Ugh, there is a, never. I know it's your day, but that was like an excess of your day. In the words yeah. of today's young people, I found my new ick. There's, <laughs> there's not a lot of good that comes from musical performances no. at weddings. No. I don't even want a musical. If I go to Bruno Mars's wedding, I don't want a musical performance. Just get married, Bruno. Is he getting married? Unrelated note, I but know. I think we had lasagna at our wedding or something like that. Oh. And my my mother in law came up to the head table. And presented me like a bowl of buffalo chicken wings. I was the only one that got them because she knows they're like my favorite. That's incredible. Oh, that's pretty that sweet. Was such a great, solid move by my mother-in-law. She'd get wet Classic. wipes and everything, and probably <laughs> we got we got back from our. We were super excited. We told like uh, family, uh, her family specifically. They don't listen, and so uh, I'll, I'll just say this: sometimes can be selfish. Um, we said, hey, when we get back, like we're super excited. We gave them the key to our house that we were going to be living in. To put like excess meat and stuff that was left over in the freezer, and then they we got back and none of it. They took it all home because her her mom said, "Well, we paid for it all, so we deserve it." Took it all home, didn't leave us any. Shut how do you guys feel the about the, prank, the? How do you guys annoyed. feel about pranking the wedding? Very people? annoyed. Were you talking uh, like decorating the car? All kinds, because I have a lot of prank stories of pranking. Wedding I did people. one to yeah our first friend who ever got married. Me and you did it, Ped. Yeah, we colored that whole card. We painted all the windows, covered it except for like a little. Eight by eleven and then, piece of paper to view for out the windshield. And then I, what prom- were you trying to get him in a car accident? And then yeah, I looking back, we maybe went over. That's overboard. Pedro, remember, I had to leave, so we did that, and then I just left. Yeah, I had to deal with the wrath. So we walked outside, like check it out, guys. And also, that's it's kind of like when your friends get married close to college. That's kind of the time you prank. Yeah, and they were in yeah. when you're when still, you're like twenty nine, thirty. We were, you're not pranking a lot of those weddings. Yeah, they were. We were 20, all in college. They were twenty one. Yep, yeah. we were all in so, college. Um, my friend Chris got married. We had somehow we got the keys to his car. We all drove to a nearby gas station 
and like all the groomsmen and we just bought the weirdest stuff you could find like weird. I won't say everything, but like just walk around a gas station, anything yeah. weird you can find um, prophylactics, all that stuff. We go up to the, to the counter and there's a jumper cables, yeah, rubber gloves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything yeah. little plastic army men. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a young gal working the counter probably in her early twenties. And uh, she's just like, kind of cracking a smile as she's ringing everything up and we're just kind of sitting there in our tuxes just these bunch of guys buying this and uh our friend aaron was in that group he goes you know uh jamie so-and-so and she's like yeah i went to high school with her he goes this is for her <laughs> <laughs> and the girl's like okay all right and uh we took it back and just demolished their car put all that stuff in there put it on the wiper blades did everything um we we grabbed chris the groom that night we t- we hauled we picked him up and carried him into the bathroom and then blocked the door and he was like what are you guys gonna do to me <laughs> and um you can decide whether to keep this in or not we okay. uh pulled his shirt up with a sharpie and uh on his stomach we just wrote five cents per ride <laughs> oh i love it and then we didn't tell us that's some fun we didn't tell ever. his wife that we did that we just walked up to her on the floor and handed her a bag of nickels and we're like you'll said what well, you'll need these you'll she's know. like for what and we're like just you'll need them yeah, that's yeah. amazing so she didn't that's find amazing. she didn't find the joke till later that night does she think it's funny i don't know i never talked to her again after that like <laughs> but we wanted we to- hit her car we hit it and there was one person who knew where it was who had the keys and we didn't tell anyone because we didn't want our car to get colored up and all that stuff for driving to the honeymoon i don't actually think i take pranks very well if I just don't think I take them well. I like getting pranked because then it gives me a reason to prank back. I hate pranking if it destroys property. Oh uh, yeah, you don't. Need or to if go you like far. ruin my shirt. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like it's one thing if it's an far. inconvenience, but like, don't dump ketchup on me or something. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I do not. I'm with you 100. Uh, percent I had a buddy once that we thought got left at the altar. Really? really? What happened? The um, so he was like our last college well, friend she, to get married. She have like IBS or something. <laughs> Last college friend to get married. Nobody wanted to be married more than this kid. Like, nobody. We're all sitting in the pew. And uh, wedding oh, yeah. wedding march happens. We all stand up. Bride doesn't come in. Wedding march starts Dude. over. Awkward. Bride doesn't come in. I would cry. Our friend turns around nervously, looks at the pastor. Me and my brother and our college friends look at each other and we're like, what? what's happening? And then we started making a plan. We're like, all right, um, we can stay. We'll get a hotel. We got to take him out. Like, we can't leave him alone tonight. This yeah. is devastating. You start to hear murmurs through the church. Oh, no kidding. It third, got that. Third time through, wedding march happens again. Dude. She finally comes through the back, to the back doors of the church. What happened? According to her, right before they were supposed to walk in, her dad decided this is a great time to have a long heart-to-heart about... You're getting married. No way. I, I don't buy it. Yeah. No, they're very happily married. Yeah, I know, but I, have I, I, three I, have, kids. I have a feeling she like had some cold feet and then got over it. No, I don't think so. But we were like, I've never been so sure that someone was going to get left at the altar. Yeah. And, and like, we all were literally like, I guess we'll like, we is another state, you know, we're yeah. like, all right, my brother and I are like, we'll get hotel rooms. We'll take, we'll take him out. Like we won't let him be alone. Like he's going to need, he's going to need us tonight. Guys. That's like, a this fear is rough. of mine. Being there, if that happens, I don't, I, I don't know how I'd handle it. Yeah, I watch. I sit on my couch and put my hands over my eyes at awkward moments in a TV show. That's not real. I can't handle that stuff in real life. 
Yikes. It was, yeah, it was, I, we really <laughs> thought we were witnessing it. We're like, this doesn't happen to people we know. Yeah. This happens to like random people. This happens to Ross and Emily. <laughs> Not people we know. Well, Ross, what did Ross do? He um, called Emily. He uh, called Emily Rachel. 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 He called at, her Rachel. At the I Ross, take you, Rachel. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no. The worst wedding I've ever attended, and this couple's divorced now. Did she get on the plane? <laughs> worst wedding I ever attended. We had to just sit in a tiny cramped dining hall, like ch- back of chair to back of chair, hip to hip, for like two hours with our small children. Ugh. It was hot. We had to wait to eat. Couldn't eat until they got there. And I just kept growing angrier and angrier and angrier. And I was it was like a friend of my wife's family. It like, like makes it impossible to have fun after that. I know. And my wife, that's like the the, the high water mark of like, the worst wedding experience I ever had. And uh, the last wedding I was at the reception hall was the chairs were so tightly packed that like, I, I had to like step over chairs to get out of my seat. So I just stayed on my phone, by the way, you got to have a full battery when you yeah, go to a you wedding. Do. You have oh, to, you have to. I Matt, told my wife, I'm like, so many, points I was like, this is, this is getting like unbearable. And she's like, it's not as bad as that one wedding. Just relax. This like, is a great point. A huge thing of mine is, you got to leave plenty of space. Don't cram everyone in there and, if and it's make hot, it horribly uncomfortable. If it's hot, that's terrible. Yeah, my You're wedding, sweating. I demanded that the manager of the community building turn it down to like 62 before my wedding because it's going to rise 10 degrees. We had one. With all those people packed in there. This it's going to get hot. This is my last take. We had one where the best man after the speeches, he made his, a part of his speech was like they were leaving for Hawaii the next day. Mm-hmm. And he walked around with a cowboy hat to everyone, inserted himself into their conversations. Like afterwards, I was talking to people that I know. He doesn't know who either, any of us Is are. Is your wedding? Nope. Oh. Someone else's. And he walks up into our conversation, doesn't know any of the three of us. We all know each other and goes, hey, um, we're passing the hat around to get enough money for them to go to Hawaii. And I said, well, didn't you say they're leaving tomorrow? He goes, yeah. I'm like, sounds like they're already going. <laughs> and he goes, well, yeah, we're just trying to help them out. I'm like, I'm so on the same page as you. I was like, well, I can go get my card and I can take the money I have in there and put it in your hat. What do you want? Me? Like, he goes, well, this is like extra. And I'm like, um, I don't have any cash on me. Sorry, guy. You know? Yep. I'm <laughs> so, on the same page as you. People who like want to collect, like, don't plan the trip if you're banking on more money from your wedding helping you feel more comfortable about it gosh I'm whose so, wedding I'm was with this you there. a friend yeah sort of so like that that is really weird that, yeah. that's putting people on the spot it's, it's like annoying i already brought a card with money in it now you're asking for more money correct yeah. that's what happened yeah and the guy doesn't i mean it, it was the other side too like the groom was on the other side and so it was a best man, someone we don't know from Adam. And it was That's just so me dumb. and three of my friends just chit chatting after all the speeches were done. And he comes up with a cowboy and he, he walked into everyone's did, conversation. Did he, get, did he get turned down a lot? I We all did. We we're just all like, sorry, I don't have any cash. Like, and after, like, hey, pal, they planned the trip. I they tried, paid for it. They can afford it. I was trying to do get the lost. rest of the room a solid and maybe him a solid. Like, Hey man, this isn't going to go well. You yeah, should stop right that, now. That's why I I wasn't trying to like emasculate him or make him feel bad, but I was just like trying to let him know like it's not an okay thing to ask when people already dropped a bunch of cards off and yeah, the couple's going to get back from Hawaii and if they feel like boy that we spent more money than we wanted to, they're going to open up twenty five hundred dollars worth of cards. Where uh, where right. did you get married, Tom? 
Bismarck, North Dakota. Okay. So fun story. When we come, uh, I'll, it's I just a long I don't want to forget this. drive. Yeah, Bert. Ped went. Ped went. It's a boring drive. On our way home, it was like two days later. We're coming home, and we're just driving, not really talking, and we're between Bismarck and Jamestown. And all of a sudden, there's four cars stopped on the interstate. And we're like, oh, no, an accident. And there's two cop cars. And we slow down. Nope, it stopped because there's a moose <laughs> walking down the side of the road, just kind of like huffing and puffing. <laughs> and like all these cars stopped. And like they don't want to go. They don't want to chase them. So did you just expect all your people from here to trek out there? I did not expect anyone to come. Those that did, it was awesome that they did. We, I would say... To be honest, like we, there's a lot of people that came. So was. I, your was mom, during, your mom and dad came. My mom was, was awesome. And it was during planting season. Like most of our, it was. It was like May twenty six. Guys, guys like, put the tractors away. and Went to North Dakota. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was really cool. When you're in a farming community, you got to be careful what time of year you're that, planning these weddings. Our wedding was terribly timed, but it was like we we got done planting. I think before we went, or no, it was rainy, and so then because my dad wasn't going to come, and then it was raining, and so then he came. Yep, it was a rainy weekend, so it worked out, and it was 2012. When we had no moisture, so everyone was basically done. So it just kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike had to go. My favorite summer of weddings was my cu- two cousins, brothers. They got married, one in May, one in September. One was at in New Jersey at Trump National Golf Course. It was super ritzy. The other was in Seattle, and my wife came. Was uh, there any classified documents there? Did you see any laying around? <laughs> Not at that time. I couldn't resist. Yeah. <laughs> I forget when they got married because it was it was when he was running. It was 2015, maybe. So it was when he was running. But um, but that was fun. We went to Philly and New York, and it was a great time. And then um, we went to Seattle, and the bachelor party was the night before the wedding for my other cousins. So was mine. And we went out in Seattle, which is tough to get around. It's just so many people. We go to this bar and this lady comes up in a in a tizzy, like and it's just a group of guys. Is that like a, a dress? What is that? Just she's like in, incensed, like yeah. mad or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the words. No, tizzy is the right word. I okay. was just being dumb. Yeah, and she she's like, "Hey guys," I'm like what? She's like, "Do you see that couple over there?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're playing darts. They look like they're having fun." And she goes, "That's Mary Kay Letourneau." <laughs> what? And it was. Who the heck is that? Mary Kay Letourneau's the first person that ever she, gotten... Like, not, not the first, but like she had that affair with that student and they got married and had kids. Yeah, and it was like a lifetime movie. I don't movie. know this. The, the, it was like a little Latino boy or yeah. Filipino or yep. something. And they were there playing She's darts. She's dead now. She, had, she, she died of like cancer She died like two years later. Yeah. But they were there playing darts and like... People, how was her form? Was it pretty good? He looked... He looked... He looked age appropriate. No, how, how was her form? Was she hitting bullseyes all night? Bullseyes. Just yeah. throwing double... Or but triple it, 20s? Like, I, triple! I was like, that can't be Mary Kay Letourneau. And like, I walked up. I'm like, it's definitely so Mary So you're in the Kay corner Letourneau. of the bar. You're like, Mary Kay! And you like turn around like, did she look? Did she look? Hey, she MKT! Look? MKT! <laughs> MKT? Mary Kay Letourneau? MKL. MKL. Wait, what? It's Turno. La Turno. Yeah. Oh. You thought her name was Mary Kayla? Mary Kay Turno. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. It's gotcha. a deal. Look it up. Yeah. Yep. Man, that's awesome. That's such a weird celebrity sighting. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird... What what would be a similarly weird celebrity? Like if you see someone from like the real world. Scott like Johnny Bananas somewhere. Scott Stapp. <laughs> Johnny Bananas is too But Mary famous. Kayla Tur- That's more like... <laughs> that's like... Yeah, and like the late '80s, I was uh, at a mini golf course, and the Menendez brothers were golfing behind us. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> it's like 
such a she's Bang not even guys. famous for a good reason. She's famous for a bad reason. Or if you're at a cigar lounge sitting next to Scott Peterson or something. <laughs> Scott, you did it right. Yeah. You, you did like a charity flag football game with Mark Chimura. Stephen <laughs> Menendez. Boys, we're all out here to have a good time of the course. Let's Guys, keep the killing to a minimum today, We're making all right? some pretty good polls right now with these. <laughs> I'm always, Menendez, Scott Peterson. <laughs> I tell you what. I'm always a fan of like obscure. Like I do this thing that people probably hate with a passion is if you're watching football with me, I'm not a football guy, but I know enough to be dangerous. And some receiver will make a catch, and I'll be like, that guy reminds me of a young Herman Moore. <laughs> Herman Moore from the Lions. Or I'll yes. be like, man, you see the way that guy caught that ball? He reminds me of a poor man's Joe Jerevicious. <laughs> Joe Jerevicious. <laughs> and that, like the more obscure poll, the yes. better. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Those are the awesome. bachelor party. You guys brought this up the night before. It makes me nervous. It's pretty. It's like I'd say let's my, have it a few weeks before the wedding. What makes yeah. you nervous? I just, if it's people who are loved to party and like do it oh. super like stereotypical. I, I, I went to a Christian college with, and I was still in college when I got married. It That's was the tamest okay. bachelor party. But if of you all got time. the guys who are typical, who are going to be your stereotypical, let's go get girls and drink too much. It's I just have never attended a bachelor scary. party like that in my life. Scary. All my friends were Christian think, college kids either. who got married when they were like 21. I don't think I've ever gone to a crazy one. I haven't gone to a lot of bachelor parties, period. I've been to like seven or eight, but I don't think they've ever been so, crazy. I went to one of the more fun ones. Um, we went to Cubs Cardinals at Wrigley. We went and stayed in Chicago, and it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, that would be a good time. time. That was the most um, money I've ever had to spend on a bachelor party was like, we got to get to get a hotel. We're traveling to Chicago, but honestly, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. The rest of them were like, we went golfing and then we played poker somewhere. Nice. That's my uh, kind of bachelor party. Yep. Mine was uh, paintball, water skiing. Was I at yours? Games was I at Chad's? Cards. Chad's. I met you at Chad's. Yep. Paintball. C Buckles. Hey, shout out to C Buckles. Shout oh, out C Buckles. Bucky's a Avid listener. listener. Avid listener. Yeah, it gives a lot of response. The first time I ever met Burke, to I Bucky. woke him up in a tent. In yeah, Boone, Iowa. Is that where it was? Something like that. Yeah, Buckholt said, "Go get Burkhart. We got to get ready for paintball and stuff." And I d- didn't even know who he was. And, and Adam was- like looked in my tent and he's like, "Do you want to start a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Can we talk uh, about weddings? <laughs> yeah. And then I remember uh, like two weeks later, I saw you at church. Like I was walking across the parking lot and you were in your van and he like pulled up and honked at me. I've never owned and a van in my life. Are you sure? Yes. He's, he's owned his, I'm his sure. Must've been a suburban then or something. His Tahoe. Whatever it was. Anyway, uh, what I like, what I don't like actually is tuxedos. They're the stupidest thing on earth. Really? I like wearing tuxedos. I've been in so many weddings and had to wear so many tuxedos. They're dumb. They should all be burned. Tuxedos what, should be banned. What, what should they be wearing? It's just a suit. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Just a nice suit I just kinda, tie. That's all the same. Because tuxedos don't have the belt loops. You got the special pants. Or you got to like adjust the band on the side. The dumb shirt with the frilly things in the middle. It doesn't tuck in very well. Cumberbuns. The, the Nobody's worn a cumberbund since 1992. I wore cumberbunds in college for my Glee Club concerts. Okay. You were in Can't Glee Club. Tuxedos. Dumbest thing ever. Can that's just... what you get for being in. You were in Glee Club in college? Oh, yes. Weren't you a menace to society in college? And I also sang in the UNI Varsity Men's <laughs> Glee Club. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, sir. There's pic- I, there's pictures of me dancing and singing on stage. I don't like people. the wedding thing that's gotten popular. It was mostly popular around like 2013 when everyone's like, what if instead of tuxedos, we just dressed like we were in Mumford and Sons? <laughs> what if we just wore suspenders and had 
craft brewery beards and newsboys hats. I'm with you. I don't like it. <laughs> it's wear, like, just wear a suit. Yeah. And I'm someone who dresses up like in nice jeans, boots, and a suit coat, but I'll even put on suit pants. I'm also, I'm totally against outdoor weddings. Uh, Get me yeah. an air conditioning. Yeah. Get me an air conditioning. You want to hear a crazy I outdoor wedding story? Too much. I was an usher in one. They got married Frank Star Park in Storm Lake, middle of August. Didn't do their research to realize all Frank Star Park is is cottonwood trees. Ooh. 25 mile per hour winds that day. We show up for the wedding. It's 98 degrees. Heat index. They got up. 98 degrees to perform at their wedding? <laughs> crazy, dude. <laughs> they were struggling. They would have taken what they can get. It's hot. Heat index over 100. Cotton. Just freaking everywhere in the air, the blown over the place. Of our <laughs> they sent us ushers with like one of the guys, one of the dad's credit cards to Walmart to buy every single lint roller they had. We were handing out lint rollers because people were covered in cotton, sitting in their chairs outside. Is, at that point, you have to just laugh. It's yeah. so comically yeah, bad. Yeah. You have so to we, laugh. And so we were giving people lint rollers. The grandpa passes out, getting walked down the aisle to his seat. He has like a heat stroke. He, they take him, they like carry him back to the limo, turn the air conditioning on, and some EMTs that were there are like taking care what of him is, in the limo. What is the upside of an outdoor wedding? Like, what's the upside? I've been in like four, and I've hated my life in all They're four not, of them. There's no upside Get to an outdoor in, wedding. In, do it outside in like February. Shouldn't have, been bo- sweat then. shouldn't have been born in this millennium if you wanted to get married in outside. Should have been born in, this, say, in the 1400s. We created air conditioning for a reason. Yep. Thomas right. Hansen's wedding was outdoors late October, and it was like, 58 60 that day and like not windy got lucky but that's like it was that's awesome. like threading the needle dude it yeah. was he threw into triple coverage because it, it could and just be because the receiver caught it doesn't mean it was a stupid yeah. pass because it could have been it's, 41 still, a, it's still a stupid pass yeah. you just got lucky that you threaded oh, yeah. the needle because it could have been 41 and sleeting it just worked out yep that was, it yeah. was a nice outdoor wedding you fell butt backwards into that one yeah it yep. was a, honestly that was one of my favorite like was ceremonies like you're outdoors it's beautiful like one thing I don't agree with is people Shout complaining like, Stephanie. How, can, how can they get married on college football Saturday? It's like, dude, I don't know. I don't care. Just watch your phone during the ceremony. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, that was the wedding. It's 2023. We like, just look on your phone. Yeah. You don't have to actually miss anything. My anymore. wedding was a bad omen day. Iowa lost in North Dakota State on my wedding day. Bad oh, omen. Should have known day. bad things were coming. Lost to an FCS. <laughs> that, that was Easton Stick. <laughs> so yep. you're telling me that when things went south and you talk to a marriage counselor and he's like, when did the problems start? And Adam's like, I don't want to blame it all on Iowa, it was in the back Iowa of my versus mind. NDSU, but it didn't, didn't help. help. I remember I remember <laughs> Brian Engelman coming up and telling me that they lost like 20 minutes where I was supposed to get married. And I was legitimately like pissed well, and off. Adam is up like the, the most irrational person oh, when it comes to the Hawkeyes losing. Adam's, Adam's on his way to the altar to get married. He's like... I wish very bad things upon Kirk Ferentz and the entire Iowa staff. Yes. That's like the thought in his mind before he marries somebody. Uh, I'm always uncomfortable with... Um, I hate it every second the, of that. When the parents insert themselves too much into the wedding. It's like, even if you're paying the bill, it's not your day. No. Like, I, you know, I got three daughters. I'll be paying for some weddings, and I'll be like, just, just number one, all I care about is don't make, don't make people wait to eat. Other than that, just do what yeah. you want, man. Mm-hmm. Standing up there on the altar, their hands in front of you all. That so God made it, and on the seventh day, God made a farmer. <laughs> the Paul Harvey commercial is so. Terrible. I think I can make a lot of money being a wedding planner. It'd be so good. It'd be so efficient. Your wedding would be fun. It'd be fast. You can plan mine one, my next one. Nobody ever says like, "I wish that ceremony was longer." <laughs> You're not wrong. 
At mine, if you were planning mine, there'd just be cartel the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to take a faster ride. <laughs> Cartel's so good. Are you guys out there listening to Cartel? You need yeah. to. Go listen to Faster Ride. Yep. Go listen to the whole Chroma just album. Chroma album. That's Can't go wrong. It's better than yes. Taylor Swift 1989. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys got any more takes? Um. The the I um you may kiss the bride. Don't make it a big crazy kiss. Just kiss them. Yeah. Yep. Like don't make it weird with like a tiny little peck. But don't put the hands on the face and make a big production out of it. Like save it for a couple hours from now. Yeah. It's a fine line on that 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 kiss at the altar of like mm-hmm. you're making it weird. We didn't do it at mine, and we and we wanted to you wait. Didn't? Nope, we didn't even kiss before we got married. You want to talk? I, that I don't care about, but like, what did you guys do to shake hands? PD just said, and I'll pronounce you, and then we walked down and like fist bumped in the aisle. Why? Why? We, we wanted to save that kiss. I I don't understand the fist bump. That's interesting. <laughs> it's like you just dap her up before, yeah. like, What's we got up? married, homie. What's if you want to talk about omens, man and wife. <laughs> We had a nice crisp handshake. There's a lot of things that I didn't agree <laughs> we with. We sealed the deal with a nice, firm, double-pump handshake. There's a lot of things that I didn't agree with that I went along with that I shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah live well, and learn. The next one, the next one's going to be right. That's right. Yep. Tom said one the other day in the text that I loved. He thinks that it's fun when there's a little spiciness between the what, the families. Yeah. There's a little tension. You yeah. think like the so? families don't get along. Yeah. Little uh, you're like, what's Montague and Capulet. Yeah. yeah, you're sitting there like, what's going to happen? It's like when the father... What, which, is, which parent is going to say something that you can't take back? When the back? fathers-in-laws don't like each other. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. father the groom gives a speech and he goes... Yeah. who's more successful. One's not good enough. Father <laughs> the groom gives a speech and he goes, you know, at most weddings, the bride's father pays for a lot of things, but... <laughs> You know, we understand that not everybody does as well in life as others, and you know, I've never seen that, but that would be quite a dramatic <laughs> yes, thing yes, to say. Yes. Oh my goodness, I love it. Oh. I'm fresh out of wedding takes. That was a fun. I one. think I am too. Yeah. Golly, we covered For a lot of ground. Anyone out there who listens to this, and you're getting married soon, just don't take to heart. Hi- what we hire say. the backroads and bonfires, wedding Honestly, consultants. We'll get us. you in and get you out. I'll do it. For half off, and I have to come up with a rate first to give half off of, as long as you let us promote the heck out of the podcast during, yeah, during the wedding. Anything for content. The pastor Anything needs for to step up and say, all rise for the wedding sponsored by the Backroads and Bonfires <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even think we need a 90s quick hitter tonight. I don't no, think we do. No. All right. Uh, boys, that was fun. Had a good time. Hot, hot. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. YouTube. Uh, check us out on YouTube, TikTok. MySpace, Zanga. Uh, <laughs> Hotmail. Did I say Facebook, Twitter? Are you on Twitter? Yeah, we're on Twitter. You're on Twitter. Uh, Good you enough. Want, you do Be Real. TikTok is no. the Snapchat. official Adam Pedersen. Do you do TikTok? Oh, yeah. Got my own TikTok page. I upload the reels on TikTok. Oh, okay. You upload the reels on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Great. So the Chinese are spying on me. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful Adam. Hot, hot. <laughs> Good way to get yourself.